What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja Vu Podcast. This is your podcast where we talk about old shows, not like I Love Lucy old, not like Cheers old, not even like Seinfeld old. We only do things from like 1998 to about 2018. I don't know. <laughs> uh, completed shows, definitely, that they've mm-hmm. they've run their course for the most part. Right. They're um, old shows, but not that old. Yeah, oldish. Old-ish. We had it all defined. Listen to the previous episode. We had it well defined. Yes. Uh, Sometime in the first five minutes, I think we laid it out real nice and clear on right. what the actual timeline of shows that we're talking about. We're not going to talk about MASH. I know you no. want to. You're a big MASH guy. You like MASH. No, All in the Family. No, no all in the Family is great. It is. It is great. It's great. Uh, no Brady Bunch. I don't know. No, it's fine. No Bewitched. I remember no watching Dick Van Dyke. Never watched Dick Van Dyke. I watched uh, Leave It to Beaver. I did. I am. Happy Days is a big player. Happy Days is great. I was confused with Happy Days because I I was like, I thought that it it was filmed in the 50s. And I was like, man, Ron Howard and Henry Winkler are really old. (laughs) It definitely took me a while to like get that concept that it was filmed in the 70s, but was placed in or set in the 50s. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then like the first time I noticed that, uh, What's his name? What's what's uh, Ron, Howard. Ron Howard's name in Oh in uh, uh, Happy Days? Uh, oh, Richie H. Richie. Yeah, it's Richie. Yeah. Once once I realized Richie is Andy Griffith's son, I about yeah. lost it. I about lost now. it. I know Henry Winkler's looking. I mean, they're I mean, they're both looking fine, but they're definitely old. Yeah. You know? How old is Ron Howard? He's got to be in his seventies, right? Yeah, he went bald early too. He did, he did, he did, and not quite as early as his brother, but no, still, still pretty early. Let's see, he was born in ninety-seven. He's sixty-seven. Wow. Okay. Okay. There. And I love the bit he did with his uh, with his daughter. You know this bit. You know what he did with uh, what's her name? Howard Brian Dice Bryce Howard. Dallas. Yeah, Bryce, yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard. Conceived Who, in Dallas. Yeah, she is. Also, get her confused with um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, I think so. And like five other actresses that kind of look the same. Who's the one that's like gets the awards and shit? It's Emily Blunt. No, it's uh, man, I'm I don't know. Forget it. I don't okay. even know. I don't even know. I don't even. I don't even want to be here anymore too much shit on me what like doing this podcast oh oh or like here <laughs> the big here oh jessica chastain ah, okay, that's who yes. she looks like yeah yes yes i get confused who's it is who confusing. it is confusing both uh hot redheads yes that, that are that don't have the pretty features of emma stone Correct, correct. I am. I have uh, in the last week fallen back in love with you, Emma Stone. You said you give me Emma Stone, uh, Jessica Chastain, and Dallas Bryce Howard. I'm picking Emma Stone. I'm yeah, sorry. going Emma Stone. I just saw a video of Emma Stone and Maya Rudolph singing a song on yeah. TikTok, and it was one of those uh, three minute long jobs. Sat down and watched the whole thing nice. three times. It was so nice. fun. I, I smiled the whole time. I was so proud of her. My TikTok is weird now. The whole 
multiple algorithms effed up. Oh yeah, you watch one video of. I watched three Bo Burnham videos, and now That's all it. I get is effing Bo Burnham. And it's not even like good Bo Burnham. It's that stupid Zach show he was on, and it's all this like teen girl Bo Burnham. I don't want to so see that. I get I get stuck because like, I, for the for the audience, if you're not on the TikTok, if you're a man. You're gonna be served up some booby videos. It's basically just girls yeah. with regular topics, but their boobs are almost out. And I, I want to hear. Yet. Oh, I get them all the time. I want to hear your interesting topic, but I can't be inundated with booby videos because mm -hmm. my wife is mm. in the house, in the house, and she likes to watch TikToks too, and she'll just watch over my shoulder. So I need TikTok to cool it with the, with boobies. the boobies. Give me the topics. I want the topics. I, I don't get, want the tops. I get like scenes from like comedy shows or like yeah. scenes from like sketch shows or stay you know like that stuff i get now. a lot of stand-up i Which get a lot of i uh, don't even like because like i don't like it when they they like crop everything so it fits on the phone screen yeah it doesn't look, i just like uh a lot of outtakes yeah from movies yeah, and stuff i mean it's it's nice to have in there for the occasional uh scrolling through I'm like oh here's a outtake from this is 40 melissa mccarthy going off like, I swear to God, every other video is Bo Burnham something. And I've seen him. I don't care. You got I love are the you, guy. I'm very are you, happy Are you for watching him. them to completion? No. Not okay, anymore. good. Keep scrolling. It'll, it'll, it'll even out. Okay. I promise you. I promise like, you. Like, uh, give, me, give me a good, like, you know, something with the song. I don't know. Like, right. Yeah, I, want, yeah. I would like the songs to be accompanying, but I don't need clips I from his previous shows. That show, that show he was on, like, on MTV. Like, I don't. <laughs> Don't care. No, I do care, but I don't care. I don't. I've never seen that show. I don't really care about it. It's not what you're on TikTok for. No, you're there for the booby videos. I am there for the booby videos. I'm not getting. I'll start videos. sending the ones that I get to you okay. so that you'll start getting them. Please okay? do. Please. Okay. Do. I'm glad we no, came. I, I love Bo Burnham, but I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm with you, bud. I'm getting with tired you. of it. It's not his fault. Joe Rogan's another one. I get a lot of Joe Rogan oh, thank clips. Thank God I don't get Joe Rogan. And I gotta, I gotta get out of there. And I think it's just because I like uh, Bert. I can't pronounce his last name. Uh -huh. And uh, this other comedian, they have a podcast together. Okay. And uh, I really like them. You like podcasts? But... You must like Joe Rogan. Well, they're like friends with Joe Rogan, oh. where they've like toured with him in the past and have been on his show a couple of times. Yeah. So I watch those and I think TikTok's like, oh, well, he must like Joe Rogan yeah, too. And I can't scroll fast enough past the Joe Rogan videos. Mm -hmm. All right. That's the end of TikTok talk. Yeah, that's TikTok talk. Uh, what we got now is Breaking Bad season three, episode one. Flying what is this episode through. called? No Mas. No mas. I don't know if you uh, know the direct translation. You know what this. I do, Travis, and I would be insulted if you explained it to me. But for the audience, I think there should be an explanation. Okay, so no mas in Spanish, no, right, means no. Yes. Mas means more. No more. No more. Is the name. Of, no, more no more is the name of this episode. Okay. So we were uh, introduced. Very quickly, it feels like this show, things are happening quicker than I remember, you know? I feel like there's less episodes overall in this show than what, like, I would assume. You know what I mean? Like, it seems a little more squeezed together than what I initially remember. It's Every time I'm mean, watching I, it week, week to week, you know? Maybe, but I've, like, I've watched the show several times all yeah. the way through, and, like, it does feel like 
you know, like we get the the cousins are introduced here, yes. but like five episodes ago, we got Gus, are Mike. Cousins are twins. I read cousins they look so today. Goddamn the same. When I when I was taking my notes initially, I wrote you know what brothers that down. Is? I, I missed it. I was talking. It's some old. Uh, oh, they they look so goddamn the same. They're the same. It's from uh, a very old internet video from Super Mario Bros. And it's That's just cool. it's like the same like guys who did the end of the world. You know that one? Never mind. Let's go. Keep going. Oh, I'm cousins sure there's... Are, oh, they're crawling on the ground. They got shoes. Yeah, yeah. That's a bad beat if you're on the the travel to to Santa Muerte and you find that in order to get there you must crawl through the desert. Do you have to crawl? Like, what if they just like walked past yeah. all those people? They said, but they're sticklers for tradition, so they get down on hands and knees and crawl however far it was it didn't seem like a short distance that they were right. crawling. i do like uh the whole cliche of it's mexico so it needs to be yellow <laughs> <laughs> yeah they totally do that there is a humongous yellow filter yes on that uh yeah the image if we could just if we could just uh get that p yellow filter from the bottom of the camera right. bag that would be great thank you sir we are thank in mexico sir. And they leave a drawing of our guy Heisenberg. Yeah, that the, famous uh, drawing, which I have on a T-shirt. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. Very I think cool. I've, I know I've seen somebody with that tattoo. Oh, I bet. Yeah. 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 It uh, is funny. Speaking of shirts, I shirts. remember this was a few years ago when the show was actually still going on, and I was actually doing a promo event, and there was this girl with the Poyos Los Hermanos T-shirt. I'm Dope. like, "Are you a big Breaking Bad fan?" She's like, "No." <laughs> She just loves Chicken Brothers. Loves Chicken just Brothers. Loves Chicken Brothers. Uh, yeah, no, I I would wear that shirt. I would wear a Poyos Armada sure. shirt. Sure. Um. Okay. So we we get to that is the cold open. They are crawling uh, over to this uh, little uh, deity. This yes, it's Santa Muerte. Looks like something got oh Santa Muerte is yeah. the saint of death. Death. Yes. And they're putting a Heisenberg. Picture. They want him. They want him dead. It's not going to happen, bro. They want him to stop breathing. Right. And <sighs> that's the cold open. We get the little logo, which I don't understand why they. I think for like on Netflix, I think if you're if your intro is like ten seconds long, you don't need a skip intro. I was I was saying that the other day. I think yeah. uh, Breaking Bad broke the code on the perfect length of intro. I think Lost and was pretty good too. But yeah. Lost was pretty good, but yeah, yeah. Both of them are less than 30 seconds long. Yeah, I think if you're, yeah, intro is less than like 15 seconds. You don't need a. You don't need to skip intro. Right. It doesn't take long. You're not, you're, you're not spending you're more time picking up the remote to skip it Absolutely. than you would if you just watched it. If you, if you miss it for more than two or three seconds, it disappears because it's just not necessary. Right. This is, it's not Game of Thrones where the right. freaking open is five and a half minutes yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can just watch the, the little emblem come up. It'll be yeah. fine. It'll be fine. So we, uh, we kind of open the, the regular part of the episode. I wonder episode. if people were freaked out by this news report. Which news report? At the very beginning, because the, the very open is breaking news. There's a plane crash that just happened. Yeah. And it looks like a real news report. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> like, I wonder, because I'm like, because I was You're thinking watching about. You're on AMC Live. You don't normally yeah, have breaking news. Yeah, but you don't news. know what's happening. It's a was, plane crash. Like, maybe you thought it was 9-11 too. <laughs> <laughs> 
911 <laughs> 2. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I can't wait for that movie to come out. It's going to come uh, out one day. I guarantee you, before we die, 911 2, the movie will come out. 911 <laughs> 2, the anniversary. It's like Titanic uh, 2. It's exactly like Titanic 2. So we, we sort of open up with Walt watching the news, and uh, he's at home alone. He's been abandoned by his uh, his wife and children. Really, really the wife and dragging the children along. So and I pick was up wrong the- last week uh, when I said that. Do you think Walt even knows how many people he killed? He definitely knows because yes. they, uh, they mention it in the news report, and Jesse mentions it to him at the very end. So Walt yep. definitely knows what he did. Yeah, no, we're picking up like a week after the crash. Right. And so he's, if he hadn't like, I mean, I, of course, until they show what's his, I don't know his name, uh, Jane's dad's picture, he may never actually know how connected he is. Right. But yeah. especially in that moment, he knows exactly what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> and who, who he's affected by his actions. Right. And like, you know he's uh he's feeling a little heavy about that. He's feeling a little 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 sad inside. So he's uh he's gonna go outside and have a little barbecue, and light all of his money on fire. Which, I I mean, if you feel bad, maybe you light some of it on fire. Not all of it. Not that's that's too large of a sum of money to to burn. But only one person does that, and that's the Joker. It's the only person yeah, uh, that burns that amount of money. He does. And then like, it cracked me up as uh, he like comes to his senses and it breaks back in and he's standing next to the pool and he's trying to douse the flames with his arms and then he he's literally set himself on fire yeah. before he thinks, pool, jump in, the, get in the pool, get in the pool, get in the pool. Just cracked me up as he's a fun burning. Scene. So... I do love, because we get into uh, the divorce lawyers, so Skyler's wanting to file for divorce. I do love uh, the detail that everyone's wearing those stupid little, uh, what do they call them, I guess, little pins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, like everyone's uh, wearing one at all times. Dude, and this era was so heavy. and Oh, yeah, ribbons. Remembrance pins. Yeah, it just seems, it's so cheesy. And it sounds like, I mean, it's perfect for these characters. You yes. know? Like they're yeah. all wearing it, and and I love that Saul's wearing it because like it's it's Saul like he would be a guy who would just be like yeah I'm you know I'm gonna wear this because I'm yeah. cheesy also he's getting the in and he's right. just trying to appeal to the masses yeah, appeal to the masses and like I get Hank wearing it because I'm sure the department is like requiring them to sure. wear it but like. But like Marie doesn't need to wear the pin. Skylar doesn't need to. No one needs to wear the no pin. No one needs to wear the pin. Everyone's wearing these pins. I love and that like, detail. Because like, yeah. I think like, I think like this show has just that all the characters are extremely annoying human beings, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And I think they're good characters, but I just think they're all annoying human beings. Yeah. Intentionally so. Yeah. So like, uh, I think it's perfect to show how annoying these people are <laughs> that they're wearing these stupid pants. Like Walt, Walt clearly feels the same way when he's at the assembly and like, look, nobody, nobody here, nobody from here died. Right. <laughs> like it was the only thing that was related to where we are geographically in these planes is that they crashed here. Nobody right. got hurt. 
I mean, he saw some disturbing shit, like body parts. Yeah, 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 that's that's disturbing. That is disturbing. But, yeah, everyone's... And he's like, this is this is like the fourth worst of all time. It's, it's like not 50th worst, he said. Yeah, like 50, 50th worst of all time. It's not even that big of a deal. Why are y'all freaking out about this? It's, yeah. it's chill. Do you remember this one from 1973? I know you were all born in 1991, but do you remember this? Because I don't. I had to look it up. Mm-hmm. It's just, he's, uh, well, he's, he's definitely doing the Tony Romo. If this is the worst thing to ever happen to me. Exactly. Good yeah. It's and true, his, but it's not the, the time or the place. His speech cracks me up and all the teachers around him are like, Oh, he's losing, he's yeah. losing traction here. And then, but somehow at the end, he sort of brought it all back. Kind of brought it all back. You know, I, 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 I wrote, I think, I, I think there's a good track record of school assembly scenes and movies and TV that are really good. Yeah. Um, what is the movie? Uh, um, mean Girls has a good one. I, I I forgot that one. But yeah, Off that's a good one. Uh, Donnie Darko has a great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the one? Oh, shit. Uh, Election has a really, uh, a really good one. Okay. It's great. Election has a great one. How did Superbad not get an assembly scene in it there somewhere? Really about high school, though. They were in the school for the first like forty-five minutes of the movie, though. Yeah, but like they could have like making right plans. It's like Days of Confused, right? It's setting things up. Yeah, it's yeah, not really right. about high school. About you're the right. School. You're right. It's about them. You know, honestly, that movie's about uh, uh, in my all right, seeing it the second time or seeing it in the last uh, however so as an years, adult. It's sort of about like losing friends. It's like yeah. oh, you're drifting apart. Because like when I was when I was in high school, it was about you know like hey these are your friends and you're about to go to college and it's fun it's cool but now it's like Trying oh these guys are kind of drifting apart and that's just life and it sucks. Yeah, no, it's about growing up and yeah. separating from your childhood like yeah. your childhood life. Mm-hmm. Sad man, but it's a great uh, movie. You should it watch is. it. It's an amazing film, piece of art. Yes, I don't care. But what we're not here saying. to talk about that. We're not here to talk about art. We're here to talk about. Uh... So I think this is, this is where Skyler. I think maybe people start not liking her, if not before. Yeah. I I just think it's weird. She's in a weird situation where now she knows, and she confronts Walt. And Dude, she nails it too on the first guess. Yeah. <laughs> But she kind of doesn't really get what exactly. No, and I love that Walt can't even just like shut the fuck up for about, one minute. About weed. Like just say it's weed, man. Like that's like nothing. Just well, say maybe it's weed. maybe back then it's a little more, but yeah, it's nothing. They made it's a, not. Well, you can't say it's weed because they already made that TV show. That's true. They yeah. they, they did. They did. It's called weed. And, and okay, so I asked my wife. I was like, Relax. so if you, my wife, if you learned that I was a drug dealer, like, like Walter White, would you leave me? And she was like, yes. Okay. <laughs> and so I asked again, what if it was weed and not meth? And she's like, oh, I mean, I'd probably be a little less apprehensive about you. And then I told her, well, you're probably kind of dealing with the same people anyway. And so she changed her mind. She would, she would leave me no matter what. I thought that was like, uh, like, I- I think like now, like with marijuana, it's, I mean, yeah, I guess it's a little safer now. Cause like there's actual dispensaries and stuff and most of the but products. Yes, come you're from right. You, you do still deal with sketchy people. 
Yeah, no, you're still going to like it. It's still flowing through the those channels, you know? Yeah, it's a little more safe and, and funny, you know, but. I just I feel like uh, the meth kingpin of Dallas probably has his hand in the marijuana game as well. At least some. There's definitely more. No, I don't want to know. I don't want to say definitely. My guess is that there are more privateer marijuana dealers than there are meth dealers. Because it's almost legal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. it's way more accessible. Yeah. And it's more like, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. Meth is not legal. No, not in in America anywhere. Is it legal anywhere? I think it used to be legal. Oh, definitely used to be legal. Definitely used to be legal because it was like cough syrup in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> uh, oh, we kind of missed the part. At... Yeah, we're kind of been jumping around. Yeah, a little bit. Let's let's go back to Skylar and her lawyer. I think okay. that's where we sort of yeah 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 dovetailed away. Started yeah going off that. So she goes to the lawyer, and the lawyer is kind of like, you know, you could really press his nuts up against the wall and. Mm. find some things if you want to mm-hmm. she's like you'd be surprised what spouses hide from sure from each other but she 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 balks it at that because and this is before she's made her guess and has like fully figured out or f- confirmed what walt is up to and then like you know we, we see it get picked up in the next episode of like her attitude towards just like the criminal activity of ted binicky too like We'll get into that in a minute, but it is just interesting watching it all start building here of how she knows what's going on. She's known about Ted's criminal activity for a while and hasn't ratted him out. So that's sort of your foreshadowing for how she's going to handle it. And that's, you know, white collar, blue collar kind of thing, too. Yeah, helps to be a white man, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? Mm Yeah. Well, yeah, for Walt, too, in the next episode as well. We'll get to that. (laughs) Um, so she finally, she goes and presents, well, okay, before we get there, she's not telling anyone why That's she's leaving strange. him. I, I guess That's it's not strange, rip. but it's just like, That's why is she rip? saying anything? Well, she should just go with he cheated on me and just tell everybody that. If she doesn't want to why reveal the drugs the kids part, from him? Right. It doesn't make any sense. Right. And like this is this is the clear beginning of the rift between the whites and uh, whatever the Schraders. Yeah, and it's funny now they Marie and Skylar have kind of flipped from uh, the whole Tiara thing. Yeah. Now Skylar is the one being sketchy as fuck. Yep. And uh, yeah, and Marie Walter... knows what Marie knows what's going on. She she might be a Karen, but she's smart. You know? She's on to him. She's yeah. on to she's that something's weird. Uh, somebody else who's not really handling this real well is Walter Jr. No, and he's had some great lines in this one. <laughs> <laughs> he had great lines in both of these episodes. Yeah, he has. Um, he, yeah, he's arguing with both of them about, I think he tells Walt, this is your house. Why, why are you letting her do this? Uh, and she's, he's pissed at Skyler and he's mad at Walt too, but for different reasons. Um, just not really handling the situation. And then you know what? He's a 16 year old, and his parents are randomly separating. I don't think anybody's no. handling. No, 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 no. He's he's acting probably uh, as you would act, and you always are going to blame someone. Reason. You know, you're you're. There's got to be a bad guy. You're going to blame someone, and yeah. you're going to blame. You don't know what's going on. He's going to blame the mom because what did dad do? 
I don't right. know. She he's not the one. Yeah, he's been kicked out of the house. Yeah. She's still she's back at the house. Right. And she goes over to Walter's new apartment. Skylar does to present him with the divorce papers. This is kind of a funny scene too. Just why I, I like I love the like escalation of Walt mm-hmm. as he like starts out like really soft and he's like he's trying to figure it out, but then he's he it doesn't take long for him to break into you come over here and you mm-hmm. wave these papers in my face and it looked like didn't look like too many pa- kind of looked like an empty envelope too yeah and she didn't really wave it she just kind no. of he's like he's, he's just so he's just so like defiant like he's such a he he feels like he's in the right about everything like yes nothing can you know no one it's it's i don't know Everybody is to him. Everybody is a step below and a step behind him. Right. And he cannot. He cannot in his brain compute why they would be a step below mm-hmm. or a step behind. You know, like he he just cannot handle anything that doesn't. Why go can't to you his understand brain. that what I'm doing? I'm not telling you anything about is for the family and you know? for your for your benefit. The less you right. know, the better. Given this, but when and he kind of gets. I mean, he he. he I don't remember exactly how he like how she brings it up on like what he's been doing, but boy, oh boy, if she doesn't fucking guess drug dealer right off the get, she does. And it makes, you know, like she, she tells him like, you know, you've got this huge sum of money and all of these debts are getting paid off. You're, I know you're not cheating on me cause I've checked through all of those things and drug dealer you've got, it's gotta be drug dealer. And of course, the first thing she thinks of is the last drug interaction she's had with Walt was the marijuana Jesse. in season one. Yeah, and he cannot just can't well, just let it go. I guess we're on truth telling street, so like he's he's he, but that's not why he's telling her that. Right, it's he's of telling ego. her because he can't handle the like it's weed not is make below that much him. money right. selling weed. Right, maybe especially cocaine, not the way she. Maybe, but like you'd still have to be moving mass quantities yes. of it. I mean, I guess even the meth, you're still having to move mass quantities of it. But like, they were also making pretty good money when they were selling like five mm-hmm. pounds at the beginning of the show. So, yeah. which I guess is still a lot. But it's it's just his ego that won't let it, his ego will not shut up. It, right. Walter's ego is constantly talking to him. Right. Uh, but she she tells him, look, if you grant this divorce, I won't tell Hank. I won't tell the kids. You'll, nobody will ever find out from me. One of my favorite scenes, though, speaking of Hank, is uh, Hank is, I guess, after he, after the, because he, so the whole situation was he was staying at the house for a little while longer because of the whole crash. Then Hank comes right. over and says, hey, man, it's time to go to your apartment. And he helps him pack up and move. Yeah. And one of my favorite parts is the uh, is uh, I always say my dad's doing this every time he jokes about something is uh, he lifts the bag up. He's like, man, this is heavy. What's in here? And Hank goes uh, half a million dollars in cash. And Hank's like, <laughs> just cracks <laughs> up. Hilarious jokes. The it's jokes great. on this guy. Yeah, he, and he does. He's done that twice now where he's kind of like really told him. Oh, he does it more. Like, yeah, he's, he's done he it several me. times. Where he's yeah. just like, he's telling him what's ha- what he's yeah. doing, and it's it's like his own little ins. Again, okay. he he wants people to know how yeah. like awesome he is at this. Yeah. He wants to share his gift with the world, he Trey. Does. 
wants to Meth. share it. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else with Walt and all um, those guys before we head over to Jesse and the Kumbaya? What? So, um, divorce papers. Um, I guess Scott gives him the ultimatum about uh, don't ever see the family again. I won't say anything. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, I've got the last. Uh, he gets the Poyos. Yeah, he talks to Gus, Gus about quitting. Yeah, and he no he says, I like a. I'm not a criminal. No offense. <laughs> yeah, no offense to anybody that is. A I love his interaction with Gus because it's like he's like trying to be very super polite because he has a lot of respect for him, but he also right. is like, I'm not like I'm not a criminal. I, I mean, I, you're not a criminal. I, 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 you know, <laughs> not that you were a criminal and that's you bad. Are. I just you know, I'm not that guy. <laughs> uh, I do like the. We'll get to it in the next episode, I think. Um, but uh, we do. Oh yeah, we do have the twin shooting the the truck up, and you see the the them um, kind of traveling to the United States slowly. Yeah, it was hilarious watching that guy like chat them up for a couple of minutes, and then yeah. he note notices the boots, and he's like, "I'm just oh. gonna shut up right now yeah. and look at the ceiling." My that's bad. a good scene. That's a very good scene. Uh, also, I get uh, Gus says uh, three months for three million dollars. Yes. 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 I think I would have just done that. That Probably, seems... yeah. Although this is the same episode where he lit money on fire, so maybe that's not his priority. It doesn't seem to be his priority at the moment. He says family is his priority. Yeah. Right. Uh, we can talk about Jesse. Jesse yes. is... Um, okay. Yes. Okay, yeah. Je Jesse is at the rehab, which is like the most cliche rehab ever. He's Little planting stove. flowers. He's like, there's little rocks, little pebbles with like waterfalls, and they're having a little kumbaya around the fire talking. Uh, and then you have uh, the, you pretty much have like the, the, I don't know what he is, the counselor? The counselor, group leader. Group group leader. He looks like a hundred different character actors that he looks, you've seen. He in looks things. like every group leader that rehab would look like, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got the windbreaker and the, yeah. the old man, gray long hair and yeah. beard glasses yeah. probably yeah uh and jesse kind of you know and it it's it's good stuff like it talks about you know accepting yourself before you can make yourself good um before you can um in, you know improve in life you have to accept yourself you have to uh uh forgive yourself i don't think jesse has forgiven himself though no i don't think he's ready for that quite yet i think uh he definitely says um when uh walt picks him up he says, I'm the bad guy, which is yeah. like funny. It's kind of funny to hear Walt in this saying, I'm not the bad guy. I can't do this. And then Jesse saying, I am the bad guy. Right. It's sort of not who it's the, it's the opposite. Yeah, you know? no, it's, uh, it, and it's, it just shows how deeply in, uh, in Jesse's head, Walt has gotten unbeknownst yeah. to both of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think Walt really knew how broken he was until like, like he come, he, he picks him back up at rehab and like, he's still pretty fucked up about yeah, all this stuff. He's upset where Walt is like feeling bad, but he's not broken up about it. No, like, he, like he's, he feels bad that that happened. And, and, and I mentioned my, my, uh, my friend that had a similar situation happen to him and it's kind of similar where like you, yeah, you're going to still blame yourself for a long time. Yeah. And it takes a long time for you to, 
uh, not blame yourself. Right. It's, it's all, it's all really good. Just like mental health stuff. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Uh, yeah, no, there's, uh, Jesse, the poor guy. (laughs) I mean, he's the most poor guy in the whole show. He really is. Because now, like, not only does he feel responsible for killing Jane, now he thinks he's responsible for the clip plane crash. Yeah, which he does find out eventually Walt did that. He does. He does. Because Walt Walt tells him as, like, almost a, like, like a punishment, too, if I'm remembering how it went down. Like, he, like, tells him to hurt him not to like hey i just want to take this off your plate no it was like i let her die yeah he does yeah deserve um it is funny that two times in here walt tries to kind of speak logically to someone who doesn't really want to hear logic because he's like (laughs) you know it was uh uh the 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 signal i think it was the government honestly that's whose fault it was (laughs) He's and, and that's also him trying to tell himself that he's not completely at fault for right, everything. Right, sure too. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's funny because like he's he's sort of he's going through a lighter version of what Jesse's going through, and he has to kind of beat around the bush and yes. be uh, extremely secretive about it. And he's trying to like, you know, like I guess we don't know this, but he might have saved Jesse's life. By letting Jane die. No, oh, yeah, no, they, that, there's no, no the argument can be those made. Two aren't gonna just kill themselves, like with drugs. Yeah, no, for sure, the argument mm-hmm. could definitely be made. Now, but like, now, it's also like the. I think if you're more protecting more somebody against the unknown, you know. Right. Now it's a warped way of doing it. Yeah, like not, maybe not if how you're I really would go a friend. It. You say, hey. I'm going to take you to rehab. You both are coming to rehab. All right. We're going to do this. You guys need to get help. If he had I just done what he was going to his apartment to do uh-huh. and like showed up, couldn't wake him up, left, came back the next day and had the exact same talk that he was going to have with him before he tried to shake him awake and knock Jane on her back mm-hmm. and watched her gargle her own uh, excess, her filth. And die. If he would have just done that, he probably would have been a little better off. But we wouldn't be talking about the show if he did. Sure. Oh, you want to get to episode two here? Uh, yeah. I would so like this that. uh this one is Caballo Sinobre. This one's uh, a little more fun, I think. Do you, Do you know what this means in Spanish? No. This is horse without a name. Oh yeah, because you're singing the song. You were singing. This is the most Tony Soprano episode of this show, right? Yeah. Yeah, because he's like songs in the he's car from the berating cops, listening listening to classic rock and yeah. eating Italian food. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a big, you have the the famous pizza toss. Yes, this, the, is, the, this your... is the most Sopranos episode of Breaking Bad. I think so. I think so. So we, uh... you have him doing the uh, little like this right at one point there's italian chef thing there's so many tony soprano vibes hitting this and it's it's mostly all of the classic rock that he's singing in this episode but it's just so it's it was very on the nose not like they did it on purpose or anything but it just immediately when he's riding in the car singing that song i'm like this is tony soprano (laughs) and he gets pulled over and he berates the car now tony soprano would be a little more chill with the cop. He would have been more chill with the cop. Yeah. 
you know, he, I, he, he did, did berate a cop. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. It might have been when he was going through some trouble with Carmela too. Yeah. And uh, I he think, was, yeah. I think we can say it's safe to say he was rocking out to something from the 60s or Probably. 70s when it happened. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah this was the most, uh, I think I wrote down here. Whatever. Walt gets pulled over. Oh, he uses a national tragedy to get out of a ticket. Yes. Which I have used a national tragedy to get out of a, have trouble in, in middle school. I might have done oh, something really? like that. What was it? Might like, have uh, uh, told the bus driver that my brother might have been at the Pentagon during a oh certain date, which Jeez. was a total lie because I don't have a brother. <laughs> don't have a brother. Doesn't have a brother. Don't brother. And he's so. The cop really isn't isn't really into the whole thing. No, he does say this honest. is America. Damn it! I thought this was America. What am I, don't do I not have rights anymore? And I also uh, wrote, "What would be dead if he was black?" Yes, no, this is definitely good to be a white man moment. Yes, and it's uh, because uh, if he like if he if he looked like Omar and not uh, right. not Walter White, not Frankie no. Nunez's dad, he would have. Yeah. That cop would have reached for the gun and not right. the pepper spray. Right. What are you going to do? Pepper spray me? Cut yeah. to him being shoved into the back of the police car with his nose running and all disheveled. That was, oh. And great I like later on that, uh, that Walt Jr. thought that he was crying. <laughs> like, <in school. laughs> he was just so upset, you know? Yeah. And then uh, Hank comes to save the day and bail him out. Kind of hilarious that they were making him apologize to the cop before he let him out. Yeah. Makes Walt say you're sorry so that we can we can move on here. And they didn't have to prompt him too much. He had his apology ready to go. But it was like, what if he had just right there refused to apologize? I think <clears throat> I think he calmed down. I don't think he's that stupid. No, obviously yeah. not. But like, if he if he just doesn't apologize though, I don't yeah, he's he's like seething and like pissed that he got pepper sprayed. He's not yelling and berating anymore, but he's not gonna say he's sorry. He still would have just walked out of there. I would imagine. Probably. Okay, sir. Okay, asshole. We'll move on to the next. We'll move on to the next. And so he uh, he goes in and he talks to uh, he talks to Hank about Skyler and like. She's not letting me see the kids. She doesn't want me in their lives. I don't know what's going on. He kind of takes that same story over to uh, Saul, who they both give him similar advice. Go find a new lady and something something to do because it's, it's just not worth it. Yeah. And especially Saul, who's like, look, she's not going to rat you out because it's going to implicate her. Though he might have not been that sure because he did send Mike over. Oh, no, yeah. On the way out, he's like, I should probably just to get somebody to check into this but just mm -hmm. reassuring walt like you should just chill it's gonna be okay is Go. is is hank or i'm sorry not hank uh walt as just as lucky as tony soprano is how do you mean because like tony soprano has had some close calls and and skated through squeezed through yeah like uh walt almost just got his fucking head gorged with an axe if <laughs> if 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 Mike hadn't been there, you know, he would have been dead. Right. So if if Walt doesn't quit Gus. Right. And Gus doesn't send Mike to surveil the house. Right. Okay. Uh, one step further. What if they had showed up at his house 
and Walter wasn't there because he just got kicked out. What if they showed up a week earlier? Yeah. Like our, our Skyler and the kid. It seems like oh, these dead. guys have. I don't think so. I think these kids have an aversion to uh, to children. Because, no, yeah, Skyler might be dead, but like they notice the baby and they like personally give the car keys to the little girl. That was a, a fun scene, too, where uh, they just show up that, at those just, people's just house. Show up and just put on clothes. And just leave, like leave the car keys. Yeah, leave the like sixty thousand dollar car and yeah. uh, all of their. They kept their boots though. They were gonna keep they their keep those boots. Those are signature keep, boots. Yeah, those. That's how everybody knows you're the you're the you're yeah. the uh, the uh, Salamanca cousins. Right. Uh, so Mike, of course, that's when he starts staking everything out, and uh, and you want to just tell the rest of that part because it's it's not really sure. it doesn't pertain much to the rest of the the story. So <clears throat> they go they they enter the the cousins enter the house. They get this the shiniest axe you've ever seen, and they just kind of sit on the bed, waiting on Walt to get out of the get out of the shower from his 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 grimy crawl in the under uh, the undercarriage of the house, and they get a text from it doesn't really say who we know who because it says Poyos. Which is obviously Gus. I'm not sure if Gus is calling off the dogs here, or if he's like tricking them into doing some, like go to the store for a drug deal, or what. What. What exactly he's uh, signifying? But it does mean let's go talk to Gus at Poyos. Yeah, because sure. they don't work for Gus, though, right? No, I don't believe they work for Gus, but they are they are connected to the same crime syndicate, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because the Salamancas. Oh yeah, so um, Hector Salamanca, the old man. Once we get into Gus's like forward story, he was like screwed over by Gus somehow. Right. I can't remember exactly. It how was it his his partner uh, got murdered by right. Salamanca, like his uh, right. the guy he was like working with. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they, I, I think they have some beef with Gus, but they, they do, do business. Well, Gus, Gus has beef with them because he yeah. killed his friend. Right, 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 right. His, uh, his he's friend. Like, he's like on a bloodlust. Got like a fucking gnat attacking my Uh-oh. face right now. Uh, so yeah, they, uh, they get their Poyos text and the hit is off. We're off to go get some fried chicken. Uh, okay, let's do, let's do Jesse. I like the, I like the Jesse stuff in this episode. Yeah. So, so he, uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah, you got it. Uh, so he stops by for a little chat with dad as he's driving, uh, driving through the neighborhood and he sees his old house is up for sale, which I guess is his aunt's old house after she died. And, uh, he's, you know, chatting in the front yard with dad. It seems pretty amicable. Well, I don't know about amicable. That, it seems it's weird how like off put off they are from him. I don't know, like, like they just they don't want anything to like, do with him. Even it, it, it's just very weird. Like, even I if would your like kid was like, because up I, until I think, this point, Aaron, we don't, we don't have like anything up until this point of like anything personally that he's done to them for the most part, right? Other than like, no, I mean, other than like bringing drugs in the house, we don't know what like if he's stolen from them or yeah. like what exactly the situation he's is. He's probably stolen something. I'm sure he has. Just uh, you know, but he tries to go inside to see the renovations because they tell him they they fixed some stuff up, and she's like, eh, 
probably best you stay outside. I, yeah, I don't get why they don't let him in. I don't know. That's weird. They just I guess he's not allowed to be around. I yeah. suppose. And Dad's a little bit more lax on the rules. He'll at least have a weird conversation. It's such a weird one. And then he says, uh, "What did, I wrote it down." He says, "Um, oh yeah." He's like, "We should like get lunch sometime." Or I forgot what he said, but he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sometime." Yeah, yeah, sometime means never. Yeah, no, that does mean never. That does yeah. mean never. And then that's when uh, he... on a work in progress. We did. Uh, they do. Uh, uh, you can't handle the truth, and they'll just say like a truth thing. Like, uh, and I guess what was it that uh, maybe means no? I think yeah, the cousin it... of that is yeah. Sometime means never. Means never for sure. Yeah, for sure. We've all played that card before. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, and then uh, so when he doesn't let him in, Jesse obviously takes a little offense to that, and he's like, "All right, Dad, I'll see you later." Yeah, just get get in my car and I'll be off. And like, I don't know, and maybe it's just because Jesse looks healthy and or, or Aaron Paul looks like a healthy young man. Yeah, you know, he's so shaved. Like, he doesn't like his hair looks very not clean. Weird. It just I I don't know like and it's it maybe it's just it's hard to like be like he looks fine i don't get why you're so he doesn't look like he's all like tweaked out you know it makes it seem like he's gone through a couple of phases of being okay and being not okay right yeah like i think i think we're sort of like intentionally left in the dark to sort of build our own jesse past you know jesse sure. backstory a 100%, little bit. yeah we don't really know yeah, no, I think we, I think given this, we're to, we are to assume that he's been through this process a time or two before. Yeah. Especially since he's talked about like being off meth and on meth several times sure. throughout the show. Like he's been through the ups and downs before. So he, uh, he, 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 he goes and visits Saul as well. And he's got a little, uh, a little task for Saul. He wants him to go. Uh, well, he, he Saul shows up at the at the uh, I don't know where they are law office. It's some kind of meeting room, mediator you know? room. Yeah, it looks like the room in uh, Wedding Crashers that they're like doing the the, uh -huh. the like divorce counseling in. Right. And so they uh, he you know that he's got this cash offer for the for the house you're gonna really love it he offers four hundred thousand dollars which, which is, is uh about half a little less than half actually because they were right. they had it for like 870 or something like 840 or something they're pretty put off by that i would be too but then the honestly the best part of the entire scene is the other lawyer being completely yeah, uh, put out is. by saul's presence yeah very put off by saul yeah, he does not like this guy. No. And then Saul, uh, knowing his, I wonder if he presented this to Jesse or if Jesse was like, "I got some info. I have this house I want to buy, and this is how we're gonna do it." I think he, I think Jesse had the idea, had the plan. I think he did too. Yeah. I think he did too. And so what now, Saul does is that public information that it was a meth lab. Was that? I don't think it is, but he's threatening to make it public information because right. once it's known, it okay. has to go on the log. Yeah. It's like if somebody dies in the house, you have, and that's not true either. You don't have to, oh, you, don't. Uh, you do not have to disclose that. Hmm. It's a good, it's a, it's a pretty good bet that if your house is more than 30 years old, that, that somebody might've passed away in there. Do you think someone's passed in my apartment? It's been around since the eighties. <laughs> I, I, if not your unit, the one next to you, uh -huh. there's, there's been a, a, a lifeless body lying for some amount of time. I do see ghosts. I'm saying, I am saying it's dark in your room, but there's I know, no it just flutter. Got real dark. There's a hmm. flutter back. Did it get cold in there? 
I do. I do. do you I hear voices. It's Jerry. The owner. He died in 1987. Is it the owner or the general manager? It's, it's, it's sports drunk. <laughs> that was a good good slip in there. Thank you. Uh, and so they, they uh, he, he threatens to reveal that it was a meth lab. And once that happens, the price is going to plummet. And uh, I think this is a pretty good offer for you. It's not even their house. So, like, they're just pure profit on this thing anyway. So they, uh, they have to take the, take the this offer. This economy. In this economy. Right. And uh, so the day that they're, like, packing up the, plant, the, the, the staging plants and whatnot, Jesse arrives as they're leaving. And yeah, it's, it's a boss move from Jesse. It is. Walk up to the door. Unlock like, what the are you door. doing? What are you doing? I bought it. Yeah, it's mine now. Sorry. Slams door. End of end of that. I don't think you Pretty, see them ever again, right? I think that's uh, the last time you see them. No, I think we see them a couple, at least once or twice more. Okay. I think. I think because I feel like Jesse ends up on the news at some point, and they see him on the news. Maybe, like when he goes missing, when he's kidnapped by Todd, or something. I can't remember exactly, but he he ends up on the news or something, okay. and then we do get to see them again. Uh, let's see here. That that kind of that that wraps up Jesse's yeah. little portion. That it's that was bit. awesome. Yeah, I loved that. I love that. It's a good bit. Yeah, we let's, do have a uh, uh, Walt. I guess Walt Junior. You know, so <clears throat> his bedroom was weird. He's got like you know, it's all a bunch of band music band posters. He has music a fans. he has a a PlayStation One controller wrapped up on the side of his bed, like on his like nightstand. And then his like desk where he has his computer. His computer looks like it's like missing, like the just everything. He's got <laughs> a hollowed out N sixty four there. He's it, 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 it's weird. I don't know what's going on in his like, room. What is this kid doing? Is in he this like a room? tech guy? There's no. There's been no inclination that he's like into like tech and stuff. Like fit, you know, it's like a hollowed out N sixty four in there. It's Teenagers weird. are weird, man. They are. There's like different been, controllers every it's it's odd. I don't know what's I, going on there. And maybe this is a product of another show that just doesn't quite know how to present kids on TV. <laughs> no, yeah, probably. Like put a bunch of controllers and like electronics in there and the kids like electronics, yeah, right? Yeah, like g- gadgets. There's gadgets everywhere. They're we don't know why, savvy, but they're gadgets. So they're all... We have a hollowed out N64 here for yeah. some reason. They're modifying all their gadgets and whatnot. They're modifying these, these gadgets. These kids. These kids Cause today. Because he's, and... he's such a tech nerd because he made a GeoCities page <laughs> a PayPal account. Hey, what a still techie. Collecting. He's, he's still so collecting. technical. This is like Marie decorated the, his bedroom or something, you know. <laughs> He'll Flynn will love. Oh, he, this. he's so good at websites. So good. Uh, at I called him Flynn. That's my bad. We learned in this episode. He's Walt he's Jr. Back to, now. He's Walt Jr. Now again. Yes. Did you ever change your name like that? Uh, when I did stand up, I changed my I, last. That's a little name. different. Like when you're a kid, yeah. though. Yeah. No, I'm never. When I was a kid, um, when I was a kid, I wanted my name to be Justin. Because yeah. in the Turbo Power Rangers, the Blue Power right, Ranger, right, right. the kid, Blue his was name Billy. was Justin. Uh, but not Billy. in the Turbo. Not in, okay. in uh, Mighty Morphin was Billy. Yeah. But Turbo was Justin. Okay. That was when, uh, that was like the second iteration, I think. Maybe third. Okay. Something like that. 
It's one of the feature films. You should the check it out. Feature <laughs> films of the Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Walt, Walt Jr. is still not taking this whole thing real well. Uh, he calls Skyler a bitch. Yeah, that's funny. That's a funny <laughs> line. Where are you being a? Okay. I'm not, do... it, I'm not doing all, the whole impression. It's not his real voice. He he, no, he does not. have cerebral palsy, but he is he doesn't have that. It's it's put on. Like that's yeah, not his playing actual it up. speaking. He's playing, he's playing it, it up. up. So you can do that. You can. Mother it's okay if you do it. Nat. You won't get in trouble. I'm not going to do the voice. I'm not going to do the voice. <laughs> Why are you being a bitch? Yeah, I think that's as PC yeah. as you can do. <laughs> yeah, I think that was about as good as I could do. Yeah. It was like 10, it was like 90% of my regular voice <laughs> and 10% of something else. I yeah, don't know he, what. He, he doesn't talk like that in interviews. No, no, he does not. Yeah. Uh, and that's that prompts Hank and Marie sort of to be, because they brought over delicious burgers and uh, Marie's having uh, sushi, which actually sounds pretty delicious right now. I could go for some sushi. Anyway. I love a good sush. You know? I do like a good sush. I do like a good sush. I always want like uh, I want sushi as like a side, as a side or an appetizer. Oh yeah, sure, sure. And then have like a, a regular, like a, a nice Japanese style steak or something mm. like that. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's my go-to. Uh, but anyway, so this prompts Hank and Marie to be like, "Look, we, we I mean, we've got to ask. Well, what's uh, what's the deal? What's uh?" Why is why is all of this happening? Uh-huh. And she basically tells Marie, or they say it might not be any of our business. And she says, "You're right, Hank. It is it is not any of your business." Which, as they're leaving, Hank gives his theory on what's going on. Cheating, cheating, and he's like, he probably even told her told her himself. And but Marie's on to it. Like she is she is on to that there's something else going on. Right. And like Yeah, we mentioned that already. Yeah, and that should be that should be Skylar's play. She's gotta figure out something to say to people. Well they they eventually find a way. But Yeah, they do they do eventually find a way. But like I think, yeah, we, we kind of see now Skylar the tentacles of her maybe also kind of accepting more of a a bad lifestyle with uh helping her boy out with uh so she's not books. she's not helping him because she's not signing the books mm-hmm. but she's also not turning him in or quitting or turning him or like you know letting the sec know or anything uh alabama will come for those books do not right. think they won't um so she's but you just see where she's making those like concessions that she's already made for Ted and I wonder if she hadn't had that previous interaction with Ted how she would be reacting to Walt's criminal activity would mm-hmm. this be would it be the same progression where she's saying that I'm not going to turn you in just grant me what I want and I'm not going to not going to mess up your scene or is it more or less uh extreme I, I just kind of wonder Uh, so Sky, yeah, Skyler, as we said, she came back to work and this is, we just said that the Walt parallel with that, but then she gets a call from Walt, uh, right, I guess right after Ted leaves and it's, uh, it's Walt. Well, well, I think, um, uh, I think Ted also mentions sort of, maybe this is why Skyler like kind of puts maybe a little, a uh, little, oh, the wire. what would you tell your kids? Thing? Yeah. And kind of, kind of what Walt has said that, 
uh, helping the family. This is for my children. Which right. And I think it's... for Ted, it's probably more so than Walt. Yeah. No, especially yeah. at this point. Yeah. Cause like Ted, I mean, I guess we don't see his, I don't see his, his, uh, his W2 or anything in front of me, but like, he's saying like, I'm just like, I haven't even thought that far. First of all, I'm just yeah. trying to keep my keep my head above water, keep the business going. Whereas like Walt has, he, he, he burned a couple thousand dollars the other day of his hundreds of thousands of dollars that he has stashed away. Mm-hmm. Like they're different. It's yeah. different. Not only is it a different level of crime, but it's a different level of money that we're even talking about. Yeah. Cause like Ted's sort of cooking the books to keep the business viable. Whereas it's like stealing, it's like stealing food if you're poor, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's a different level of poor than like what we're right. Know. But like, it's that idea of like, I'm doing this for survival, even though it might be wrong. Tactically you're doing right. it to survive in his head. He can say, you know, this is benefiting and my family, all the people I employ. Yeah. And he, this he's is doing a... it for a noble reason, you know? Right. Yeah. Which he's I not mean, doing well, it to be rich. Walt definitely started yeah. with all of those same intentions, right. but you know the poison, the cancer grew and uh, spread yeah. to other parts. Um, so he, so Walt calls uh, to let Skyler know that Walt Jr. showed up at the apartment. We're having dad sodas from the dad fridge at the dad apartment. As a as a boy from a broken home, I can tell you, soda does hit different at your dad's house. It does. Everything everything hits different at your dad's house. I no see, I wouldn't know. I don't have a broken no. home. Whoa! So you come from a from a two parent family? You say? I do. It's real purple in here. Let's see. I've got. Uh, let's see. I've got. A real dad who uh-huh. I've only met twice. I've got uh, a technically technically a stepdad, but he adopted me. Hence the Mejia. Right. I don't know if you can tell. I'm yeah, not no, actually I, told me that before. from Latino lineage. Lineage. And then I have a true stepdad who uh, got married to my mom when I was like twelve or thirteen. Okay. I have an ex stepmom. An ex stepmom. Do you talk to her? No, 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 no. I actually have a stepsister through her. Or, uh, yeah. A sister. A sister. Uh, actually, that stepmom that is no longer, she was one of the police officers that got shot in the uh, Dallas attack a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Right? She's a dart officer. Anyway, uh, and then I have a current stepmom as well. So I'm flush with parents wow not all in contact but you know i've got a full bookcase of them okay so i know i know where i know where walter jr is headed here i know i know the road i know the road bud and so uh walt's like hey look there's traffic uh, nobody wants to deal with traffic i could leave now but then i'm gonna have to fight it to come back uh i could leave during traffic i'm gonna have to fight it on the way why don't i just I'll just bring him in a, in a couple hours. Everybody will be happy. It'll be fine. And he shows up at the house with the with like serious pizza level, a humongous pizza, pizza and dipping sticks and dipping sticks, which all of it looked really tasty. I'm uh-huh. not gonna lie to you. Uh, and she is not having it. Skyler is not gonna let him in the house. And he's just, uh, he's so, just relentless on just wanting it to be back to normal. You know. Yes, that's all he wants. Yeah, and so this is your this, your reference point of the episode is this is the pizza episode. This is the pizza on the roof. He gets In pissed. frustration, he tosses the pizza onto the roof. Yes, and then uh, 
I guess he had himself a night. He drank some beers. Did something. And uh, I've I never taken a pizza home. Right. That's what I would have. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. He threw the the garlic knots too. So. Um, Dipping. Steak. He 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 filled up on popcorn though. You see, Arizona would have like it's like that, and like it's a lot of like places like Ohio or Arizona would have you know that authentic place, and it would just say dipping sticks or like New Mexico, Mexican actually. cheese. Yeah, in like yeah. Ohio, you know. Yeah, Mexico, no, it, not Mexico, Arizona. Did I say Arizona. You said Arizona. It's okay. We all knew what you meant. Yeah, we all knew what you meant. And then the next morning, as I okay, have you ever woken up? on the floor unintentionally like passed out drunk on the floor face down i can't say i have i had i've woken up in my own uh my own vomit yeah, but i was on a couch that. yeah i've woken up on the couch before yeah not no, realizing. I've definitely, i i i crashed a huge uh, a, a party my freshman year by just really losing my cool at about midnight yeah and threw up all over myself <laughs> sitting in a on, on the couch the party ended after that and i woke up like three hours later and left <laughs> yeah that's, that's <laughs> just walked out of my friend's apartment i came over the next day and cleaned up the mess but yeah bad bad scene and uh let's see here so this is one of my <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts of this this episode is so she calls and tells him that uh if you ever show back up here i'm gonna have a restraining order placed against you or whatever. And this is, this is Walt like getting up to 10 really quickly. And he's done this a couple of times, but when he gets really mad, he does like to grab and reference his does. dick a lot. And he got restrain, restrain this. And that's just, oh, I felt, I almost fell out of the couch when he said that. I just like, maybe there's just something about like a white 50 year old man grabbing his crotch that is he likes hilarious. to grab it he we does. already kind of talked about the twins and and yeah. and um mike but and how like how much of a close call it was but i want to i want to ask you what does the eyeball represent what do you think because i keep showing the eyeball it falls under the the bed and it's kind of following walt around yeah uh i think in this case the eyeball is almost representing gus yeah, as like watching, the watcher. Of, yeah, yeah, like watching that, watching, uh, watching Walt, and also keeping an eye on those that that are doing. I get you know those that are doing bad around him. Mm -hmm. You know, like I that that's what I think it does in this particular scene because mm -hmm. like they pick it up and they're like, hmm. and then almost immediately they get the yeah. they get the text. Right, like it's almost like that. So eye I still is, don't understand why they got the text if they're not. Are they on? Gus's on team, staff. I, I think they're, I think they're uh, freelancers. Yeah, I don't know. They're contractors. They went, to, they, they went to Salamanca and did the Ouija board thing. Of who are we looking mm -hmm. for, Walter White? You know. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't. I forgot. Like exactly. I think what they are there on Salamanca business, not necessarily. But like, they are also involved in the drug think, trade. Do you think Gus talked to Salamanca and said, "Call this off." No, I think Gus is texting them to go them to, to Poyo. Call. Okay. So that they have, like, they have. Okay. So I don't know if this is correct because I kind of like, I take everything I read on Wikipedia with a little bit of a grain of salt. Uh -huh. uh, in the Wikipedia description, it said that the Gus had, Gus texted them, Poyos, okay. 
for a fake drug deal to make them abort killing Walt okay. at that moment. Fake. That's what it said. Okay. So it, okay. it sounds to me like they are involved in the drug trade, but that's not their only job. Okay. They got a couple of side gigs. And this seems more like a family vendetta of the whole kill Walter right. White thing. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like, I, I mean, I'm sure, I think we get a little bit more information on like how they come to know of the Walter White. And well, the it's because of, it's because I mean, of, they would have um, had to have had some inkling before they go see Hector. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, they have yeah. the drawing of him before that. Yeah. I, d- I wonder if, well, it's the description, right? It's the, when he wore the hat with Tuco, the hat yeah. and the mustache and. And that's so they know what it looks weird. like. They don't know the name, but the guy that yeah. knows the name is Hector. Yeah, that's got to be it. Something that's like got to that. be it. Uh, I actually watched the first opening of the next episode, thinking it was the same episode, and we get a surprise guest coming back. So Ooh. be ready for well, that. I'm excited to watch the next episodes. Yeah, and I think uh, I think the biggest takeaway is is that there's so many iconic episodes of this show yeah. like very memorable moments that like you can they're pushed together quite a bit and th- mm-hmm. th- this might be like a 10 or 12 episode run here where they just like lay out the basically the entire show yeah and how things are gonna like lay, are, are gonna like lead down the, down the road because mm-hmm. i mean obviously gus is a big big player for the next season and a half or so see two seasons um it's a lot of fun, man. I like the show a lot. I do too, Travis. We'll uh, we'll be back next week with the next two episodes of season three. Uh, until then, I'm Trey. This is Travis, and this is the Deja Vu podcast. And we'll see you next week. Bye.